Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. I am so uh, expectant this morning uh, because I'm loving this series. Are you guys liking The Wonderful Life? A Wonderful Life is amazing. Uh, I want to read a scripture as we begin out of Isaiah chapter 5. I'm sorry, chapter 55, verses 8 and 9. And it reads, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. Everybody say ways. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor, my, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth... So are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Have you ever considered that the ways of God are higher than your ways? Now that alone, that, that, that concept could be unpacked in, in a beautiful way because uh, just to understand that the way we do life, the way we think, the way we approach things, the way we see things, is, 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 it's... it's um, can't even com uh, compare to the way God does things, his ways. He's, he's magnificent. He's, he's almighty. He's all-powered. He's all-powerful. All he's all-knowing. So whatever you might be going through today, his ways are higher than your ways and my ways and his thoughts. So the fact that you're going through something, it doesn't mean that that's the end of your story, but it's just a chapter in the book because his ways are higher than your ways. And he's always thinking ahead. He's always working behind the scenes. Last night, I know that as we were going, as we were enjoying out of Christmas, and Christian Waples was doing his masterful, uh, you know, acting. In between, here would come Jen Cruz, who was spectacular singing last night. That I happened to record the whole thing. And I know behind the scenes, Christian was moved, changing, and I got to go again. Did you know that we have a God... That as you're going through something, he's working behind the scenes, just getting ready for the next stage and the next scene in your life and what we can't see. Come on, somebody. Sometimes the only thing we can see is what's in front of us because his ways are higher than our... Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? So, so the, the, the title of my message, I don't know if we have it already, it's, is The Wonder of His Ways. The Wonder of his ways, and I'm just so proud of the, the design team. I, I text Signe all the time. They're like, how do you guys do it every time? I see a beautiful slide, I'm Sydney. You guys did it again, you guys are amazing. It's just like, it's so Christmassy, right? So awesome. But um, I wanna, I wanna, I feel the Holy Spirit uh, leading me to, to Luke chapter one. We're gonna unpack that passage of scripture. Starting in verse 26, this is when, when uh, the angel Gabriel is sent to, um, to Mary and uh, delivers the news that she's about to, you know, be with child. So let's just read this real quick. Luke chapter 1, 26 through 38, and it reads, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God. Everybody say, sent by God. Yes. Was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Everybody say, Nazareth. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. 
The virgin's name was Mary. But I say virgin. Here we have virgin again. The virgin's name was Mary. Every time you see in the Bible something mentioned twice or three times, there's something special about that. The Bible says that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, everything shall be established. So you see something twice or three times, you got to pay attention to that. It says he was sent to a virgin, betrothed to a man, and then the virgin's name was Mary. It's almost like God wanted to highlight. She was a virgin. Hey, by the way, she was a virgin. Okay? Okay, we get it. We get it. Verse 28, and having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. How many of you remember that powerful message Pastor Mike just preached last night, last week, of God with us? There's something powerful when God is with us. We can have peace with others. We can have peace with ourselves. We can have peace with God. That message wrecked me. It changed my life. Which, by the way, the Word of God is supposed to cut to the heart. It's supposed to produce repentance and produce change. Uh, there's nothing more sad to me than to see a Christian, I'm talking to myself, to see myself come and hear the Word of God on Sundays and Wednesdays and to not be cut to the heart and to not produce repentance. Listen, the Word of God is meant to, to, to speak to you, to speak to your situation and to speak. If, if you come to a church, listen, I don't care what church you go to, the Word of God is always speaking. But if, if this has ever, ever come out of your mouth, please repent right now. No one's going to judge you. But I don't get fed in that church. Ever heard that before? I just don't get fed. I'm not getting fed right now. Listen, the Word of God is always speaking. I would question, is it the Word of God or is it the state of your heart? Oh, come on, somebody. Because the Word of God is always speaking. I'm just not getting fed. It's not speaking to me. I don't like it when he preaches. I don't like it when she preaches. Get me Pastor Mike again. When's Pastor Jurgen coming back? I'm just going to go where Pastor Jurgen goes. And then you can't get planted in a campus and flourish. Is it okay if I preach this morning? The Word of God is meant to produce repentance, to cut to the heart. You see Acts chapter 2, the first sermon ever preached in the New Testament. Peter gets up with the 11, which by the way, they were all preaching together. Bible says that Peter and the 11 sat up and he starts preaching, delivering the Word. And the Bible says that the people were cut to the heart. What shall we do? They said, what do you want us to do? Because they were primed for the supernatural. Oh, come on, somebody. They were primed for the supernatural. Are you primed for the supernatural this morning? I'm sensing like God is taking us to the supernatural, to the miracle zone. Come on, is anybody hungry? Anybody hungry for the miracle zone in your life? There's a reason why at Awakened Church we have the, miracle, the book of miracles because we're stepping into a season of miracles in our lives. Amen? So... Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. Everybody say, do not be afraid. For you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive. Everybody say, conceive. And you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. And shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. 
Then Mary, I just love Mary because she's so human. She's so real. Like she's not fake. She, she just tells it like it is. I, I love people like that that are real, that don't always have to have the perfect answer. And, and can, can just be who they are. Listen, I love Awakened Church because it's a church that's fresh, real, and powerful. It's just real. You get to be real here. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to perform. When you go to Connect Group, you can just be who you are and, and let the Word of God just shape you. Let community, community shape you. Let connection step into your heart and just begin to transform you. This is not a country club or the man's club or the boys club where you come, you have to pretend and you have to wear the right clothes or you have to act a certain way or talk a certain way or what's, what's, what's in, what's happening right now so I can join that ministry. This this is not that kind of church. Come on, somebody. This is the church of Jesus Christ. Fresh, real, and powerful. And Mary is so real. Look at how she responds. She says, how can this be since I do not know a man? So here comes the word of God just delivered with power. I mean, talk about a, word, a message. Just like an angel. Come on. Like legit. Angel Gabriel, one of the three archangels, sent to Mary. And Mary's like, how can this be? I do not know a man, which I believe illustrates and, and, and beautifully uh, depicts the, the, the state of, of humanity. It's like heaven comes down to earth to, to meet us. And, and she's like, but how can this be? Well, it's because his ways are higher than our ways. I don't know where you are in your life right now, but you might be like Mary, like you hear the word preach and, and the worship and you get inspired and, and man, I can't wait to get out of this church and, and go dream and, and plan. That's what Awakened Church does, by the way. But, but, but in your humanity, in our humanity, we, we go like, how can this be? If, if, if you just knew where what my bank account looks like or gosh have you seen the state of my marriage and, and my, my children gosh I'm barely hanging on I'm like on survival right now you know I come to church but I smile because you know you're supposed to be happy blessed and highly favored brother but but if you only knew if you only knew I love Mary how can this be since I do not know a man and the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. How? Don't worry, Mary. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. I just sense that there are some people here this morning that you've gotten stuck in that how can this be? You haven't gotten to the other part of the story. It's like, how can this be? How can this be? How can this be? It's like, a, like, like you, you're like stuck. You remember when you had tapes back in the day? It's just like stuck. You know, I'm not a DJ, but I could be a DJ. Just stuck. Stuck. When I play golf with my friend Nick Selton, we play matches. It's unbelievable competition. I love it when he gets stuck. He just gets stuck. Sometimes he gets stuck. But he's been taking my money lately, so. But I happen to have the mic this morning, so it's okay. 
He's so good at golf. It's frustrating. That's why I love playing against him. He drives the best out of me. But I sense that there's some people this morning that just get, get stuck in how can this be? How can this be? How can this be? How can this be? The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that holy one who, who is to be born will be called the son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. For with God, nothing, nothing. Oh, come on, somebody. Nothing, nothing, nothing will be impossible. For with God, nothing. Some of you need to hear this multiple times this morning. For with God, I'm not getting stuck. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Some of you need to jump out of where you are of the realm of possibility. Oh, come on, somebody. And I'm jumping into the miracle zone of impossibility. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Some of us have been coming to, to church for a while and, and we understand, listen, we know, we know the, the theology of miracles and, and what's possible, what's impossible. But sometimes you just need a fresh touch from God to remind you of the magnificence and the almightiness, the all-powerfulness of God. For with God, nothing 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 I want you to begin to think right now what is that nothing what is that something what what is that area in your life that seems impossible come on and I want you to begin to think about it right now just think about it. think about it think about it bring it to the to the feet of Jesus right now close your eyes and begin to think and see what is that area in my life that seems impossible man I can think of five right now and I'm going to deliver this word right now. And I want you to open up your heart. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Nothing. All things are possible. All things are possible. Come on. I want you to begin to change that picture in your mind of what seems impossible. And change it. Flip it. Come on. Plot twist. A plot twist. Yes, Lord. God loves plot twist. God loves to show up at the last second and just change everything. Come on, I want you to see right now yourself and, and the impossible became possible. It just changed, it changed, it changed, it changed. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Man, I love, love this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come and do your work right now. Come and overshadow us right now with your power. Come on, the power of the highest will overshadow you. And you will conceive. Come on and give birth to the supernatural. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, everybody said amen. We're not even done with the passage. This is verse 38. That's 37. We're going to 38. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Let it be to me according 
to your word. And the angel departed from her. Let it be to me according to your word. I just love, it's, it's so crazy. Like so many people that inspire me, that I admire in my life, and one of them being Pastor Jurgen. And if you're new here, you're gonna hear about Pastor Jurgen. And I remember when I came to the church, I'd be like, why is everybody talking about Pastor Jurgen? Always. Like, does he like tell people to honor him? Does he tell people to like celebrate him? Does he? But then you begin to hang out and you know, we've been here for almost six years now. And, and I'm just so inspired. If you've heard his testimony, he goes, you know, everyone around me was so talented in Bible college and in ministry, everybody could preach. They do their tricks. Ha! And the Lord will bless you. Ha! How many of you loved Christian Waples last night? I used to walk around joking around like that at home, and, and, and Harper goes, my little daughter, she goes, he sounds like you. Like, is, is that a compliment or what is it? The Lord has a plan for your life. <laughs> you know, th this is what you don't know. I'm just introducing it little by little. And before you know it, it's going to become my thing. Normal, okay? <laughs> it's going to become normal. There's something about that. Where was I? Pastor Jurgen, yes. Someone was paying attention. Of course, Pastor Mike. Brilliant Pastor Mike. But he goes, everyone was so talented. But the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, just obey. Just obey my word. If you can out-obey them, you'll be fine. Here you have Mary saying, let it be to me according to your word. If there's anything that we leave with this morning, that we would have that attitude of Mary, let it be to me according to your word. Amen? Well, I, I want to draw some principles out of this passage that I believe are so powerful. Um, that I believe can speak to us because I believe we're primed for the supernatural. Is anybody ready for the supernatural this morning? Come on. Anybody ready for, for your, come on, your family to look a little more supernatural? For your finances to look a little more supernatural? Come on, for opportunities to look a little more supernatural? Come on, I, I can't wait for Tuesday morning prayer to be full of God stories because there's so much supernatural and miracle happening. This is not hype. This is the Word of God. It's what the Word of God does. The Word of God is powerful. It's transformative. It brings miracles. Come on, it can, can help you step into your miracle zone. Come on, am I preaching to anybody this morning? Come on. There's some really powerful things in this passage. The first thing that I want to um, talk about is that in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city called Nazareth. It was sent by God. See, Mary didn't have to go look for Gabriel or for God. No, God sent to Nazareth for Mary. Did you realize that the Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, look at what it says. It reads... But God demonstrates his own love towards us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Listen, we all have a story. We've all gone through some stuff in the past and sometimes our past tends to, to hinder us from the future or actually from the present because we're stuck. Again, we're stuck in the past. But here we see that God sent Gabriel to Mary. You see the grace of God and the mercy of God and the power of God that God has God is actually come looking for you and I. 
the reason why you're here this morning is not because you're so good, you decided to wake up and you're disciplined, you're faithful. No, it's because God just, just decided in his mercy to look for you and just find you and grab you out of the miry clay. Come on, somebody. God just decided to go down to Tijuana, Mexico, Baja California, La Mesa, Calle Castro, come on, the hood. He said, I'm going to find him. I'm going to look for him and I'm going to find him. There's something about him. And the same is for your story. Wherever you're from, God just decided to reach out. You need to know that God loves us. We need to be reminded that God loves us. The love of God is, is, is insurmountable, it's scandalous, it's powerful. He embraces us and he just found us in our, in our mess. This is not a country club. We can come, be fresh, real, and powerful, and let the Holy Spirit just begin to touch us and, and come as we are, and God begins to transform us in His love. In His love. He found us. The angel Gabriel, God sent, sent God. Sent, God sent Gabriel looking for Mary to Nazareth. You know there was the saying back in the day, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? When the disciples were, were uh, just, you know, celebrating, they'd found the Messiah. John chapter 1, they're going telling everyone, hey, we found Jesus, the Messiah. They're like, where's he from? He's from Nazareth. Philip goes, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And that's so significant because some of us come from a background that we're not proud of. Or, or we come from things that if you would only know what I, where I'm from or where I've been or the things I've done, if you'd only know that, that I'm not qualified and because of where we come from in our background, we begin to disqualify ourselves so we can relate to what they're saying. Hey, can any, anything good come out of Nazareth? I can say the same thing. Can anything good come out of TJ? I say a lot of good things come out of TJ. A lot of good things come out of Chula Vista. A lot of good things can come out of wherever you are because that's how powerful God is. I remember when um, I went to Bible college too, back in the day, 2006 and seven. And I remember in that particular church and the circle of ministry we were uh, involved in, everyone and their mama came from like a pastor's family. Like my best friends were pastor's kids and, and, then, and then their cousins who I really looked up to and admired, their parents were pastors and, and everybody, similar to Pastor Jurgen's story. Everybody was, I'm like, then I got no, I got no chance, no future. Who, like, have you, have you seen where I come from? I don't come from wealth. I don't come, I don't have a big name. In fact, in, in, in TJ, the, the Contreras family is very, very blessed, very, very well respected. But I'm not from that family. I'm from another Contreras. Come on, somebody. And, you know, I would, they would introduce myself. Oh, this is my friend Marco Contreras. Oh, are you from, are you like from the Contreras? I'm like, I'm like. When I was running for office, city council, I'd be like, yeah, Marco Contreras. They'd be like, oh, are you from the Contreras family, the construction, big Contreras family here in, in South Bay? I'm like, no, that's not me. But listen, it doesn't matter where you come from. I, I, I just know that when I come into Christ, there's royalty in my blood. Oh, come on, somebody. 
There's royalty in my DNA. King Jesus, come on, King Jesus is my father. Oh, come on somebody. King Jesus is my God and my father. That's where I come from. That's where you come from. It doesn't matter what room you step into, you can just walk as you are. Come on, I'm a prince in this city. I'm a prince in my family. I'm a prince where I'm in my work, my job. Come on, somebody. Oh, have you looked at, you see the animal always, enemy always tries to whisper at you. Have you seen your finances? Have you seen your bank account? Don't worry. I got royalty in my blood. King Jesus is my inheritance. Come on, somebody. The richest of the inheritance in the saints, the Bible says. Philippians 4.19, for God, my God will supply all of his riches in glory. Come on, in Christ Jesus. My God, my God will supply all of your needs, the Bible says. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Come on, you need, there's a ceiling in some of our lives. Come on, come on, give me a little background music. There's a ceiling, there's a ceiling right. I want you to close your eyes because there's some of us that have been hindered by our past, our background where we come from, our parents, our grandparents, our family, and the things that we've done. If that's you, I just want you, you don't have to raise your hand. I just want you to, you and the Holy Spirit, and I see the Holy Spirit right now just unlocking you right now in the name of Jesus. He's unlocking you. He's unlocking you. He's unlocking you right now. He's unlocking you. Man, I sense, I sense, and I got to be honest, I sense a spirit of poverty in some of us, but it's breaking right now in the name of Jesus. It's being lifted, come on, out of our campus in Jesus' name. Spirit of scarcity, spirit of I'm not good enough. Things that go through our minds. It's being broken right now. Come on, if that's you, I want you to receive it. I want you to be unlocked right now in the name of Jesus. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Well, guess what? Jesus Christ, the Messiah, came out of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You can open your eyes. good stuff. Come on. I want to jump to, uh, you know, right after it says that Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin, betrothed, to a virgin. Everybody say virgin. Betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And then we see it again when Mary responds, how can this be if I do not know a man? How can this be? It was it three times. Referencing to the fact that she was a virgin. And it's so powerful because it, it, it's, it's mentioned twice for a reason. God was really wanted to make, make a point, hey, I just want you guys to understand, she's a virgin. She's a virgin. A virgin, virgin represented so many things consecration holiness and readiness the virgin I can I can see Mary you know the angel coming and finally she's like okay I'll believe you and then just thinking to herself like okay like as, as she's saying how can this be it's like she's going through the fact okay how am I gonna tell Joseph that I'm pregnant and and it, it like nothing happened to anybody else. I can see her thinking, gosh, what am I going to tell my family, my friends? They're going to start seeing a little bit of a, a bump. And how am, I, how, how am I going to explain myself? I'm going to be ostracized. Like society, they won't, they won't accept me. 
They, how can this be? And then she's like, wait, wait a second. How can this be? I'm a virgin. Like, like if, if I wasn't a virgin, like it'd be a, like easier to believe. Like, hey, you know, she messed around a little bit and, but I'm a virgin. Like, how can this be? And, and I can see God trying to make a point to all of us that out of a virgin, God could have her conceive a child in, I don't know if you see what I'm saying. Out, out of the state of a virgin who does, is, is only producing the egg, no seed, natural seed, no natural seed, but God would send his word. Come on, somebody. The supernatural seed. The supernatural seed. And then the supernatural would be conceived with the help of the Holy Spirit. The supernatural would be conceived and then the supernatural would become a manifestation. Out of a a virgin, a virgin. Nothing has messed with the, the virgin. There's, there's nothing has, forgive my graphicness, but nothing has come in. Nothing has been a part of it. There's, there's, it's, 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 it's just consecrated, holy, and ready. Primed for the supernatural. Primed for the supernatural. See, there's, there's a lot of preachers, not in this church, thank God, that just love to preach grace and God loves you and God is merciful. But listen, that's not the full gospel. That is not the full gospel. What do you do with scriptures? Says, be holy as I am holy. Come on, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. There's something about consecration and holiness and purity. She was ready. She was ready. She was ready. Come on, somebody. Are you ready this morning? Are you ready for the supernatural? Come on, jump on your feet right now. It doesn't matter what your past is like. Come on, God can touch us right now and deliver us and heal us from any impurity, any unholiness we have in our past. I want to pray for us because I believe that some of us have been hindered because of our past, because of our present, because of things we've done, because of things we're doing right now. But I believe that right now, God is about, God is about to break some addiction right now in Jesus' name. I, I, there's some people here this morning that are dealing with an addiction. Some of you is a pornography addiction and there's another person with a drug addiction. But right now, under the power of the Holy Spirit, I'm sending a word right now. Come on, you're going to be grossed out by the thought of pornography in the name of Jesus. You're going to be grossed out by the thought of that drug that you've been messing with. Come on, somebody. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. what it takes to be holy. You can open your eyes real quick. Holiness is not duty. It's devotion. Holiness is not like a task, like a bunch of things that I have to do. Holiness is a readiness, is a willingness, is a God. I pray every morning. I say, Holy Spirit, make me holy like you're holy. Holy Spirit, you're the Holy Spirit. Make me holy you're holy. Make me holy. And I'm sensing holiness right now. Holiness falling upon us, our hearts, our minds, our thoughts, purifying your minds. Man, I see 
I see our brains being washed right now by the water of the Word of God. Thank you, Jesus. We're not done yet. We have a little more. Is that all right? You have, you have to look at the characters in this passage. You have the virgin who God is saying, hey, I need to make a statement here. She's a virgin, but I, I just want you to know the, I want to redefine the word possible for you. And wherever you are in your life and whatever your situation, your scenario, wherever you are in life, whatever you're believing for that seems impossible, I want you to remember that Mary was a virgin. And she was still able to conceive the supernatural. Conceive the supernatural. Now watch this. Three, there are three characters in the story that are so powerful. Number one is the virgin. Number two is the seed. Number three is the power of the Holy Spirit. Number two is the virgin. Number, number one is the virgin. Number two is the seed. The seed. Did you know that, the, that Jesus, in, in Mark chapter 4, the most powerful parable, and I'm not just saying this, Jesus said, if you don't understand this parable, how will you understand the rest of the parables? That's what he said is the parable of the sower. And he said, when he starts to explain the parable of the, of the sower, which I recommend you go and read that parable, he said, the seed is the Word of God. The seed is the Word of God. Isn't it interesting that God would choose a, a virgin which is producing an egg, but, but he would send the seed, the seed of the Word of God. And, and see, the, some of us need to understand that the, the Word of God, the seed of the Word of God has transformative power. The Word of God can change your life, can change my life. The Word of God can position you in the miracle zone. The Word of God can redirect you, can bring wisdom, can bring understanding, can guide you, can lead you, can give you the green light on a deal. Should I take that promotion? How should I treat my wife when I'm being a jerk? Guess what? I read the Bible and God just convicts me. And literally, I'll walk out in the middle of my Bible reading. I'll say, baby, will you forgive me? I was being a jerk. It's the power of the Word of God. It's the virgin, the seed, and the Holy Spirit. It's the virgin, the seed, and the Holy Spirit. Watch this. If you say something once, twice, or, thr or thrice, you see there's something about this. Luke chapter 1, Mary gets pregnant with the seed of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. The seed of the Word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. It was the birth of the church, but how was it conceived? The people were there, were there. God sent the seed, the Word of God. Who was the Word of God? Jesus is the Word of God. He sent the Word of God and it dwelt among them. The virgin, the seed, and the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2. He, Acts chapter 2, the power of the Holy Spirit is poured out on all the people. And guess what? Conception took place of the church of Jesus Christ. They were ready. What were they doing? They were praying in the upper room. They're praying, they're praying, they're waiting, they're ready, they're ready, they're ready. They're ready, they're ready, they're ready, they're ready, they're praying. God, come, God, come, God, come in me. God, come, come to my life, my situation. That's why I love men's and women's prayer. Tuesday morning at 5.30 a.m. Listen, men. Some of y'all are being lazy. How can you, can I just be real? 
This is not condemnation. This is out of love. I promise you, I love you. I love you, okay? How can you look at your family in the eyes and say, I'm getting us ready for the supernatural? I'm, get, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm getting us primed for the supernatural. Come on, if we're too lazy to get up on Tuesday morning at 5 a.m., come on, receive this charge and encouragement. Get up in the morning, Tuesday mornings, 5.30, women, 7 and 9. And just begin to prime your life for the supernatural. Come on, they were ready. They were ready. They were consecrated. They were holy. Acts chapter 2, in the upper room. Then the Holy Spirit comes. And everything blew up. There was a life-altering moment in the history of the world. Come on, I'm, is there a life-altering moment in the history of your world ready to come? Come on, are you in the Word of God? Come on, are you building an atmosphere of holiness and consecration in your life, waiting for the Holy Spirit to touch you? It doesn't end yet. Paul, Acts chapter 9, Jesus, the Word, comes and meets with him. Then he goes to Ananias. Ananias lays hands on him. And the Bible says that he would lay hands on him to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You see a readiness. He repented. You see the Word of God. And you see the power of the Holy Spirit. The supernatural was conceived. And the supernatural came about. Can we all stand on our feet as we end this morning? We're going to sing just briefly. And I'm sensing the Holy Spirit is going to touch us right now. I feel the Holy Spirit. I feel the Holy Spirit wanting to overshadow us right now with His power. Come on, His might, His grace. Come on, let's be a holy moment. closed if you're here this morning and you you know you need to come back to Jesus or maybe you've never made that decision to come back to Jesus or to give him your heart your mind everything that is within you and you feel in your heart the pull the tug that's that's the Holy Spirit you feel something beating you feel your heart beating really fast that's the Holy Spirit saying hey I've been waiting for you I love you 
I'm not, I didn't come to condemn you. I came to save you. I've been waiting for you. If that's you this morning, I just want you to raise your hand real quick. Just right now, that's you. I see, I see that hand, I see that hand, I see that hand. I see that hand, I see that hand. Just really high, I see that hand. I see that hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, church, why don't we pray together real quick? Can we all pray real quick? Just repeat after me. Say, Jesus, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I give you my mind. Will you forgive me of everything I've done that has offended you? Forgive me of my sin. I give everything that is within me. I love you. And Jesus, help me get planted in the house of God so I can flourish and live my best life. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.